This episode is brought to you by the Joculation Podcast. This podcast offers a very unique brand of comedy and satire on the news and every trending topic under the sun. This podcast is an audio engineer's dream, super well produced, fun to listen to, but it ain't only for us audiophiles, kids. This is comedy gold, the Choco Taco of audio hilarity, the slightly melted Swiss cheese of hysterical, the underwear out of the oven quick-witted and genuinely funny as hell. I'm following this podcast as should you. We all need a good laugh, and the laughs I had listening to this show are ones that are rare in the world of podcasting. Give Joculation some love. All links to the show will be in this episode's description. Do it, or I will personally infect your whole family with fleas and make your arms too short to scratch them. Thanks, Joculation, for supporting Asylum 817 Productions. And no, I wasn't joking about the flea thing. Try me. Okay, sorry. Sorry about that. What I was meaning to say was that a drunken man has pooped on a PT Cruiser somewhere. Yes, it actually happened. Have you ever just been, you know, just you wake up in the morning and you tell yourself, right now somebody's doing this or somebody's doing that or somebody's doing that. You know, you you do that every once in a while. But have you ever woke up in the morning and told yourself, somewhere... A drunk guy has pooped on a PT cruiser. Yes. And he also tell, told hospital staff that his blood will be pure, natural ice. This was in Kalamazoo County, Michigan. <laughs> Conservation officers with the Michigan Department of Natural Resources recently had an encounter. It's a little hard to believe, but it totally happened. And it involves a PT cruiser, owls, poop, and natural ice. Those things normally don't go together, but today they do. Still here? Listen on. According to an official DNR report, the bizarre incident occurred in early December at the Gordnick State Game Arena in Kalamazoo County. <laughs> That's my favorite place in the world. Just because it's fun to say. Kalamazoo County. When conservation officers Cameron Wright and Joshua Salas came across a PT cruiser parked at one of the entrances. Now the man in the vehicle said he parked there to listen to the owls and then he wanted to be left alone. <laughs> But the CEOs noticed an open tall container of natural ice beer in the cup holder. I'm telling you, it's all going to link together, believe it or not. They asked the man on a scale of 1 to 10 how drunk he was, and he responded, I'm at a 5. I'll be honest, I am drunk. Based on the response, the officers began conducting sobriety tests, but partway through, the man made <laughs> a face of what looked like shock grabbed his rear, dropped his pants to his ankles, and began defecating on the rear bumper of his own PT cruiser. He was arrested and taken to the hospital for a blood draw. On the way there, the man noticed that C.O. Wright was using his GPS and said, Man, I'm the drunk one here, and I have to give you directions on how to take me to jail, you moron. During the blood draw, the man also mentioned that the nurses were not drawing his blood, but instead said, hey, it's all beer, no blood in there. Not going to lie to you, pure natural ice. See, told you. We learned, uh, we learned today, story time. The man was lodged 
in the Kalamazoo County Jail. I like how they say lodged. Yeah, he was lodged in the Kalamazoo County Jail, and charges were submitted to the prosecutor's office for review. That is going to really make his day. That's going to make his fucking week. Welcome to No Disclosure, everybody. <laughs> we have, uh, yeah, drunk people and poop. We're off to a good start. Thank you for listening again. This is the first episode of the new year. Hell yeah. I'm excited. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for keep coming back. That's amazing. The listenership is crazy. I can't believe you guys keep coming back. I feel it right in my heart. I do. I love you guys so much. This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's happening in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys and the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. When someone's there to take a shit on a PT cruiser, then we're going to be there, damn it. Did you know, and this, you know, this is a thing, I just, I just want to ask you. This is from TestingTable.com. Did you know that big butt ants are a South American delicacy? <laughs> it's true. Bugs are everywhere. And they do a whole lot of good for us, apparently. Bees spread pollen. They make raw honey, little bastards. And a praying mantis will fight off, you know, grasshoppers and other not-so-friendly garden pests. We benefit greatly from all kinds of bugs, but we can use them for another thing as well. Something that's good for the planet and the tum-tum. We can eat them. I'd rather die. The practice of eating insects may be old, but it isn't dying out. Good. You can have them. If it came to where the government said this is all that you have to eat, if we have another Great Depression and we're forced to eat insects, uh, bye. <laughs> Adios. I'll see you later. I'll be eating a turkey dinner in heaven because fuck you. I'm not eating that shit. I don't care how healthy they are. Healthline states that as the world experiences food shortages, I don't care. There'll be one less human being to feed. If that's the case, I'm not eating no goddamn bugs. Environmental devastation. Many foodies are now forced with eating sustainably. Insects are a large part of that because they have a low impact on the environment, need less food and resources than other animal products, are fucking disgusting, and a pretty good source of protein and antioxidants, actually. Eating insects <laughs> gives me the willies. Is it close to being a new concept? Our ancestors have been chowing down on these little bundles of shit for years. Grasshoppers and their liquidy bits are a delicacy in several parts of the world. <laughs> yeah. According to the BBC, there have been records of people in South America, specifically Colombia, intentionally harvesting and cooking ants for the consumption since the 7th century. Do you know why they ate insects back then? Because it was the 7th century and nobody had invented McDonald's yet. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess people eating those big, big ass ants, like literally big ass ants, the ones with the big old booties, the Nicki Minaj ants, as I call them, they, uh, yeah, they're a delicacy in South America. That's cool. That's great. I'm glad you like those things over there. I, I'm I'm really I'm happy for you. <laughs> that's not that's not gonna happen. No, I, I I'm not gonna eat insects. Not now. Not ever. I would rather shoot myself in the fucking head with a bazooka. No. Nope. Nope. Now, if you've heard this news, I didn't believe it when I first saw it either. Lil Wayne becomes an official pro skater. That's actually true. <laughs> this is from AMP. I, I, I swear it's true. Lil Wayne's love for skateboarding has spanned over a decade, believe it or not. Now, the New Orleans native has officially turned pro. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> this is real. I thought it was fake when I first heard it, too. 
The honor was bestowed upon him this week when a videographer for Young Money State, Phil Lopez, gifted Wheezy himself his first pro model board. The moment was captured on camera with pro skaters Tori Pudwill, Keelan Dad, Yosef Atavavivivif, were also present for the surprise moment. Uh, yeah, uh, he turned pro. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> Lil Wayne was visibly shocked and smiling from ear to ear when receiving his custom board. Designed by RX Philly, the black skateboard includes a photo of Wayne. Do you really have to say that it's a black skateboard? You fucking retards. The black skateboard includes a photo of Wayne from his childhood and some of his favorite rap lyrics. That is a cool skateboard. But yeah, from what I'm seeing, Lil Wayne is no slouch on the skateboard. That's pretty That's pretty awesome. He's like pro-level skateboarder. I did not know this. Now, there's something in other news, which touches on one of my favorite all-time topics. I mean, one of my favorite things to talk about. Watching pornography now requires age verification in L.A. because of new law. Good. It should. I actually agree with this. Baton Rouge, la, or Louisiana for the rest of you. The porn industry has been around for a little bit. And today, the digital age business is a-booming. When Lori Schlegel isn't seeing her patients who struggle with the addiction, she's at the Louisiana State Capitol. Uh. The Republican state representative from whatever place passed HB 142 earlier this year. Requires age verification for any website that contains 33.3% or more adult material. I agree with this. It is destroying young people. They're getting unlimited access to it, untouched, un, you know, unfiltered. So if the companies aren't going to be fucking responsible, I think we need to go ahead and hold them accountable. I completely agree with this. Websites would verify someone's age in collaboration with LA Wallet, or so I hear. If so, if you plan on using these sites in the future, you may want to download this app. I think it's a must-have for anyone who has a Louisiana State ID driver's license. I agree. I completely agree. Although some personal information will be required, companies, uh, they're doing this thing where they can't retain personal data after complete verification. They can't keep anything. Like... Due to this thing, I mean, they, they made sure and put it in there. It can't identify, I mean, it doesn't identify your date of birth. It doesn't identify who you are, where you live, what part of the state you're in, any information from your device or from your actual ID. It just returns that age to say, yes, this person is old enough to be watching, you know, Mickey Mouse getting jackhammered by Minnie. And yeah, yeah, and I did put those the opposite. You ever see them? <laughs> Rule 34, don't look it up. It will be the website's responsibility to ensure age verification is required when accessing their site in Louisiana. This is this is really cool. Should someone sue on behalf of their child, they can sue if children are getting access to this. It'd be up to the user to sue the company for not verifying age first. I think it's a move forward, honestly. Depression. I'm not one of those people because I am a connoisseur, okay? Depression. Erectile dysfunction. Lack of motivation, fatigue can be directly linked, and there is data to back this up. To prevent these issues from occurring at younger ages, this law is imperative, and I'm with you. Biggest societal ills of human trafficking, sexual assault. I, it's one of those things. Remember when Marilyn Manson was trying to do, I know it's a bad comparison, or maybe it's a perfect comparison, but you remember back in the day when Marilyn Manson was trying to do a concert in Colorado, right after the Columbine shooting, one of the parents actually said something quite brilliant. And I did side with Manson on this. 
But what one of the parents said kind of knocked me off my rocker a little bit. He said, does violent music cause violent behavior? The answer is no. But does everybody who see a Lexus ad go out and buy a Lexus? No, but a few do. And you can't really argue with that. He's right. So I think crazy is going to be crazy no matter what. But anything we can do to crack down on that shit and make sure that only adults, you know, are seeing this stuff. That's I'm all I'm all for that. Just don't keep any of my my information. You do not want to see my Google history. You will need therapy. Firefader name what? Firefader. <laughs> I can talk what very good. Shut up, cat. It's from firehouse.com. An off-duty FDNY firefighter urinates in religious hut. Yeah, now we have peepee. What are you meowing about? Oh my God, there's nothing every time. You don't say shit all day. Oh my God, close the door. I'm about to decapitate a cat live on the air. Oh my God. The whole time. Oh my God, thank you for shutting the door. Gee whiz. Doesn't say shit all day. I go to record, he's like, hey dad, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And then when I do, he's like, okay, audio, see you later. He thinks that since I'm tethered to this spot, I can't piss every episode. Go, go ahead, meow your ass off. I can mix it out now. Off-duty FDNY firefighter. Yes, now we have PP. Urinates in religious hut. Firefighter. Okay, uh, what, you want to hear his name? Okay. <laughs> this is what makes the article worth it, all right? I'm going to tell you his name. Are you ready? All right. His name is Marty P. Party. <laughs> his name is Marty P. Party. Yes. He was suspended from his firehouse for a month. Man, sometimes life is awesome. And he was drunk, too, by the way. <laughs> What are the what are you people fucking drinking? I have never drank anything in my life to make me want to poo on a car. Like, and I drank some pretty heavy shit back in the day. Straight tequila, Jägermeister, you know? This that gut rot fucking Iowa vodka, you know what I mean? And then this guy I've peed on stuff, but nothing like this. Drunk off duty. What are you guys drinking? Fucking kerosene lift up to his name when he allegedly relieved himself inside a Manhattan sukkah. If you don't know what that is, it's a hut erected for the Jewish holidays. <laughs> yes, the Jews are going to fucking kick your ass. Firefighter Marty P. Party. <laughs> Damn it. I tried so hard. Kicked in the suka at... <laughs> Damn, dude. What were you drinking? <laughs> oh, my God. He kicked the thing down and then peed in it. <laughs> and his name's Pea Party. <laughs> he had a Marty Pea Party all up in there. Hey, everybody. It's a... Okay, so if he had a pea party, it would, call the pea... It would be called... A pee party pee party, wouldn't it? <laughs> a Marty pee party pee party. That's what he had. <laughs> party 37 <laughs> was arrested Friday 
uh, and is suspended from his Manhattan firehouse for a month. <laughs> he only got suspended for a month for kicking in a Jewish temple and just being in it. He was trying. What were you trying to do? You were trying to put out the fire, weren't you? You saw Smolder, huh? You saw a little bit of it, and you're like, oh, I'm a fireman. I'm just, someone walks in on you, right? You're drunk off what? I don't even know what the hell you were drinking. You're sitting there holding your wang, you know, peeing on stuff. And someone walks in and you're like, it's okay. I'm a firefighter, honey. Trying to put out fire before it's even born. Woo! Now, if you're wondering, yes, this does get filed under the NYPD's hate crime task force. Investigated the incident, but determined he was incredibly drunk and not motivated by bias. It just happened to be a Jewish temple. But damn, damn. I mean, of all the fucking places to relieve yourself and take a whistle, that's terrible. <laughs> Wait till your wife hears about that. You're going to be sleeping on the couch for like a month, dude. <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> I could just see that guy still in his firefighter uniform, no pants on, drunk off his ass. Fuck you, fire. I'm going to put you out before you can even exist. There's going to be a fire here in like three weeks. I'm a time traveler. Oh, God. I got to take a pass. Come here. Come here. I know it's a temple, but you got to do what you got to do, man. You got to do it. And then I see another article. There's something wrong with Earth. 2023 is going to be shit just like 2022, isn't it? Isn't it? It's going to, it's, it's starting already. Listen to this. Okay. This is from WPDH. This is a radio station out of, uh, I think, New York. <laughs> is anyone out there missing a hairpiece? Well, the reason I ask. You might not think much of it, but hair theft. <laughs> I can't believe I just used those two words together. Hair theft is actually quite a big problem around the globe. Uh, well, thanks for letting me know, Internet. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of wigs, weaves, extensions, and other hair products are stolen every year. Yeah, because they're expensive as fucking shit. I can see that. But police in New York, they're on the lookout for a brazen wig thief who hit a shop in early December. I would ask, what the fuck are you going to do with all those wigs? But they really are expensive. A lot of them are actually made out of human hair. Officials announced Tuesday that this roaming weave bandit made off with thousands of dollars worth of fake hair and goods. So thousands of dollars, honestly, he could have run off with two high-end wigs and they could still say that. Thousands of dollars. They are worth way too much money. Hair pieces are specialized for people with hair loss, cancers, medical conditions. There may be, you know, any increase in people from the area having to wear hats for the next few weeks. But that sucks, you know? Others may have to resort to their shitty comb-overs or gluing their fucking cat to their scalp to go to work to stay warm. Temperatures dropping. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's gonna glue his, glue his dog glue your dog to your head just don't tell anybody I told you to do that because I get enough fucking phone calls don't tell don't say it don't tell them that I told you to do that I have full deniability here okay I can deny it all even though I'm hitting record and this is being listened to literally all over the world <sighs> oh god what is wrong with me today I got acid reflux like a mofo baby other news, this is from National Zero, but I did see this on Facebook. 
Now, I might have to cut here and do just a little bit of research because I kind of know what this is talking about, but I may need a refresher. There is an apparently heroic couple. They launched a $15 million crowdfund to buy the rights to Last Christmas by Wham! and permanently, in order to permanently remove it from the air. Does the song suck that bad? They're called global heroes. People on the internet are like, you know, saying that you people are gods among mortals. I've never heard this. Maybe I have. I might recognize it, but it doesn't particularly stand out to me as a steaming pile of goat nads. Last Christmas by Wham. Wham's fucking awesome. So apparently they're wanting to buy this 1984 tune, buy the rights to it. $15 million crowdfund, by the way. So they could make sure it's never played on the air again. <laughs> Jeez. Why can't you do We Built This City by Steph Jefferson Starship or something really shitty? The fundraiser to purchase the insipid tunes rights. Wow, even the article's making fun of it. Currently owned by Warner Chapel Music UK and valued at between $15 million and $25 million. Has a little ways to go. Is its goal of the low end of that range? What's it sitting at right now? Is there a link to it? I want to see. Where is it at? Is there a link to it? There's no fucking link to it. Great. That's, that's awesome. Cool. So, um... I want to see where this is at, man. I, a lot of people are saying this is brilliant. You people are heroes. This is crazy. All right, I got to see if there's a link to this. They hate Wham's Last Christmas so much that they launched a fundraiser to get it pulled from the air. That's fucking incredible. I, I'm just, I'm very curious to see how close they got it. You know, like, where is it sitting? It's being played about 5,000 times a day in their area, apparently. Their mission has received a bit of backlash. Half the people are really angry, and the other half are, like, considering them you know, fucking heroes. I don't recall this song, and I may have heard it because I'm a, you know, musical guru. I listen to everything. My music knowledge is pretty good. If you play a game of music trivia with me, chances are I'm probably going to fucking beat your ass. But... This one does not stand out to me. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do something purposely that I never, ever do on this show. I'm going to cut and listen to this song and find out if it truly is, you know, a stinking pile of rancid, diseased rabbit balls. Give me just a second. I'll be right back. Rot Your Brain Media presents coverage of The Last of Us, the HBO TV series based on the critically acclaimed video game about Joel, a hardened survivor in a post-apocalyptic world, and Ellie, a 14-year-old girl that Joel has hired to smuggle out of a quarantine zone. The pair, connected through the harshness of the world they live in, are forced to endure brutal circumstances and ruthless killers on a trek across this post-pandemic America. Co-hosts Max and Robbie break down each and every episode of one of the most highly anticipated new shows of 2023. We're talking about in-depth episode recaps, reviews, character breakdowns, predictions, interesting and hot takes, and of course, some random thoughts that always seem to come up. This show is primed for being the next big hit for HBO, so join them for weekly episodes wherever you consume your podcasts. All links will be in this episode's description. Thank you, Rot Your Brain Media, for supporting Asylum 817 Productions.
Okay, it didn't immediately stand out to me, but yes, I have heard that song. I do know that song. What's wrong with that song? <laughs> What's wrong with Last Christmas? Yeah. If I had to compare Wham to something else, I mean they're like they're they're fucking chocolate milk. They're McDonald's chicken nuggets. Wham is the fucking bomb. What's so bad about that song? I know that songs get annoying, you know, when you've heard them for you know, 20,000 times a day. <laughs> wow, I'm gassy today. I know it gets annoying, but there's nothing wrong with that song. It's a little hokey. It's a little fucking cheesy, but uh, I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, it's a great song. <laughs> Wham is awesome. George Michael is awesome. I just, yeah, even if it was on repeat, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. But hey, good luck to you on your crowdfunding thing. Uh, I, I hate to say this about Wham. I'd hate to say this about George Michael. But I if, if you do take it off the air, it's not something I'm really going to miss. Obviously, it's a song that's a bit forgettable because I probably heard it a million times. And I had no idea what song you were talking about. So yeah, it's a, it is a largely forgettable piece. It's a little cheesy. It's a little hokey. Is the world better without it? I'm indifferent. <laughs> I'm indifferent. I don't really care. I think there are much better Wham! songs out there. Out of respect, I wouldn't do it, you know? Because I got two words for you. Three, actually. George fucking Michael. Uh, just, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> that song is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. My favorite lesbian, James Corden... Claims he almost got the whale roll instead of Brendan Fraser. Oh, I bet. You're full of shit, Corden. James Corden revealed he almost bagged the lead role in The Whale before Brendan Fraser made the part his own. The late show host has claimed he was approached for the role of Charlie in the critically acclaimed film when it was set to be directed by Tom Ford. I don't know, man. Anything having to do with James Corden, he has the most punchable fucking face I've ever seen in my life. I want to take his ears and stretch him into his butthole. I, <laughs> I hear he's one of the most nasty, like abusive, disgusting, vile individuals ever. Perfect replacement for somebody like Ellen DeGeneres. But I hear he's a pretty nasty, you know, pretty fucking. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretty narcissistic dude. Is is there any uh, validity to this? Ah. Uh, of course we know that this is the return of Brendan Fraser. This is like his The Wrestler, you know. This thing is up for every award fucking imaginable. Despite criticism for the use of a fat suit to portray the lead character. Oh yeah, because let's let an actor gain 600 pounds. That's fucking healthy. If you know, you didn't hire uh, Christian Bale here. We're going to have to wear a suit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh it's fascinating. I think they did a great job. It does not look like a fat suit. That looks really good. And Brendan Fraser did gain a lot of weight for that. So is there any validity to this? I don't really see. Oh, the director confirmed this. It's not Corden's first foray into the film world. You can't forget that wonderful, wonderful blessing of cinema called Cats. <laughs> Couldn't even say that with a straight face. He also auditioned for the Lord of the Rings trilogy and didn't get that either. So, uh, someone who was uh, in one forgettable comedy and another atrocious windbaggy piece of shit said he almost got the role for... I'm so glad he didn't get the role for The Whale because I wouldn't have seen it. 
Brendan Fraser has more talent and his ass hair, James Corden, than you do in your entire fucking body. What a dick. I can't believe that he was considered for that. Well, you know what? He may have been considered for about two seconds until they realized, wait a minute, what am I doing here? James Corden is like, James Corden, I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Dad, I'm not seeing anything awesome. Come on, human race. Anita Pointer of Grammy-winning Pointer Sisters dies at age 74. No, one of the Pointer Sisters died? Ah, oh, fuck me. When did this happen? Anita Pointer, best known as part of the Grammy-winning group, the Pointer Sisters. Damn, she died at 74. Cancer. Saturday, age of 74. Family shared a heartfelt statement on New Year's Day. Her, ah, fuck, I'm recording this on New Year's Day. This just happened. Her sister, Ruth, brothers Aaron and Fritz, granddaughter Roxy McCain Pointer said in a statement... I'm reading it right now. This is heartbreaking. Ah, oh, the Pointer Sisters, man. If you don't know, they found more than their share of fame in the 1970s. Anita and her sisters, June, Bonnie, Ruth, they released God knows how many hits. He's so shy. Jump for my love. Remember that? They won three Grammy Awards throughout the course of their career. One in a country category for Fairy Tale, which came out in 74. Two years ago, Bonnie also passed away. And uh, yeah, that's wow. End of an era, man. That's crazy. Remember June, the youngest member? She died back in 06. So the, this was what? Is this the last one? There were three. No, no, no. There were more than three Pointer Sisters, right? There was four. Yeah. So we do have one surviving Pointer Sister, I guess. Man. Yeah, I guess we do. Damn. Ain't that some shit. Wow. Another. Uh, that's crazy. I did not want to read something that tragic. But, uh, yeah, it's part of our news. Pointer Sister. Damn. That sucks. TikTok doctor reveals five gross party... <laughs> I can't say it right. Five gross body parts. Wow. Let's start that again. Doctor on TikTok reveals five gross body parts you're not washing properly. I I'm not going to read that fucking clickbait shit. But I could tell you... What what one of those is? The back of your eyeball. Yeah, you don't wash that shit, do you? Yeah. Occasionally, you do need to pop that sucker out. Get it with a little bit of fine grit sandpaper. You got to clean the, you know, inside part of your eye. And don't tell anybody that I told you to do that either. Just a friendly FYI. I pop mine out once a week and hit that fucker with 180 grit. Make it shine like Madonna's hootie. You know what I mean? You got to do that. You ever clean the bottom of your brain? No, I bet you don't wash that properly either. Sir Anthony Hopkins. This is from VT. I just jumped right into it, didn't I? Sir Anthony Hopkins, my spirit animal, celebrates, celebrates, celebrates 47 years of sobriety. Well done, Sir Hopkins. Well done. 47 years sober. He made a video encouraging others on the same path to keep fighting. If you watch this video that he posted on social media and you don't get hit in the feels, you have no soul. Hopkins, 84, is a familiar face to all of us. And if you don't know who he is, then fuck you. <laughs> the first came in 1992 for his iconic performance as Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. Second came nearly 20 years later in his role in The Father. As reported by the Daily Mail, he began in British theater 1960. This guy's been at it for a long time. 
He was a bit of a hellraiser back in the day. He would turn up for work either drunk or hungover, but in 1975, he committed to a life of sobriety and has not had a fucking drink since. That is amazing. And on top of that, the reason why I call Anthony Hopkins my spirit animal, the reason why my heart balls love him so much, is because he has recently discovered thrash metal, and he loves it. <laughs> and he posts, he does, he posts videos of himself on his TikTok account, rocking out to fucking like old Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer. It's fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> I love Anthony Hopkins. Now, there's something kind of alarming on VT. I want to stick around here for a minute. And I don't know why. I just saw this. Let's learn together, shall we? Experts are warning people not to keep the Amazon Echo, the Alexa, or any form of Alexa in their bedrooms. I can't wait to read this because my brain's going places. So we'll find out why. If you received an Amazon Alexa, and you're stocking this Christmas. Experts have warned you, or you know, an Echo would fit in the stocking. Unless you got a really big fucking stocking. If you know, if you get the regular ones. You know what I'm talking about, goddammit. Uh, Experts have warned you to never keep them in your bedroom or private spaces. <laughs> I wonder why. That's right. Voice-activated devices which provide a range of features. Including weather updates, alarms, music, or if you're like me, just constantly asking her to cut the cheese and laugh at her fart sounds, are apparently best kept in the living room, dining room, or kitchen. While it may be tempting to set the voice-activated system up in the bedroom, experts have warned that it's not a good place to keep your Alexa. Yeah, but why? According to Dr. Hannah Fry, a mathematician and expert on tech company algorithms at the University College London, tech pro- Okay, why? You're not giving me any fucking reason, and we're like three pages into the article. Okay. Amazon Echo owners are unaware that the AI assistant Alexa is recording some of their private conversations. There are some spaces in your home, bedroom, bathroom, which should remain completely private. This technology is activated by a trigger word, but it keeps recording for a short period afterwards. We know this. I was thinking it was something a little bit more saucy. <laughs> you know, that Alexa is starting to get a little smarter, starting to get a little sentient, you know, and she's like, ooh, something's going down in that bedroom. I'm going to record this for later. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping. But damn it, that's not what's going on. How do you delete those recordings? Because I say some fucked up shit when I'm not <laughs> in the comfort of my own home. I have a lot of problems. You, you understand? Oh, wow. Staff are able to listen up to a thousand recordings a day. Fuck me. These technologies are great time savers and make life easier, but they also make it easy to inadvertently share private information without thinking. These devices are always on, collecting data about you, your habits. There was no filter. Okay, how do you delete? Oh, shit. <laughs> how do you delete conversations with the Alexa? Oh, boy. Hey, Xander, go grab my smartphone really quick. Okay. <laughs> so, FYI, Alexa app. Settings, Alexa privacy, manage your Alexa data. From here, select choose how long to save recordings. And you can select don't save recordings or you can delete them, which is what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> Use of voice recordings to off. Oh boy, some of the conversations that are said in this room. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, let me pull up my Alexa app really quick. No, for no reason, no reason at all. Because I have an Alexa in my bedroom, I'll I'll be right back. <laughs> oh shit! I know I don't like to. I'm I'm back by the way. I know I don't like to cut on this show, 
but I just had to take care of something really quick on my Alexa app. No biggie. Just something that I had to do because I am ugh, one of those people who I guess was ugh, dumb enough to put his Alexa in his bedroom. And um, what you hear on this show is about 1% of how fucked up in the head I am. You can't imagine what those people at Amazon are hearing. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. And other news, oh God, I'm so glad I found that feature. This is from UPI. Veterinarians removed 38 hair ties, 38 from a cat's stomach. Damn, where the fuck were you when the cat was nomming on those things? Where do you find 38 hair ties anyway? This is, I got questions. December 30th, an ailing cat brought to a South Carolina animal hospital is recovering after veterinary surgeons removed 38 hair ties from its stomach. Oh, how? The Charleston Aminol Society, yes, I said Aminol, said a cat named Juliet, oh, it's a pretty baby, was brought in by a member of the public who reported the feline had been left outside a home when the former residents moved out of state. What? Wait a minute. Left outside a home when the former residents moved out of state. Oh, that's sad. Oh, my God. That's fucking heartbreaking. You bastards. You don't do that. Carers. Noticed Juliet was becoming lethargic and not eating after a couple weeks, and Radiograph discovered she had quite the blockage. Lee Jamison, Associate Director of Veterinary Care for the Charleston Aminol Society, said the surgical team was stunned to discover the blockage with 38 hair ties swallowed by the damn cat. Never seen anything like this in my life. Looking at the x-ray right now, and I'm going to throw up. Jamison said Juliet is now recovering, but the blockage led to a liver condition that is now being treated. Don't worry. It's reversible, okay? Juliet will be just fine. We have to make sure that as you feed her, okay, as you feed her, you need to keep those electrolytes in balance, okay? I'm not a veterinarian. I could have been a veterinarian, but I forgot to go to school that day. I, 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 the only reason why I'm not a vet is because I, don't, I didn't want to. I could have totally done it, but I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to let somebody else have that job. That's why I'm not one. Because of my choice. <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. Okay, I got well, I got time for one more. Best of luck to you, Juliet. I hope you recover. That's fucked up. You leave and then you move and then you just leave a cat outside. God damn, man. Indicating that it was an inside cat. That's fucked up. I'm, I'm glad it still had its claws, you know, so it could somewhat survive. Cat eating hair ties, though. I mean, that, that that bothers me. My cat, well, no, actually, that doesn't bother me because I think about my cat, and this whole time I've had the tree up, it's one of those fiber optic trees, you know, that they don't have actual lights on them, a fiber optic cable, you know, for whatever. You know, with the LEDs, and, and, you know, you know fucking fiber optics are. You guys aren't raised on fucking Mars. So he will chew these cables off, including pieces of the tree. It's a fake tree. He'll chew these pieces off, and then barf them on the floor right in front of the tree. Like, <laughs> here. He does this all the time. Like, it's a little present. He's an inside cat, so he can't bring me dead things. So he's like, I wake up in the morning. He's sitting there looking at me. Got some barf for you. You're welcome. And then I clean it up. He's like, yep. Oh, you missed. There's another, like, eight puddles right back there that you missed. Yeah. I've been nomming the shit out of that tree. All for you, buddy. I got you. I'm going to go take a nap for 12 fucking hours. And then, as soon as you hit record on your podcast, I'm going to get up and raise seven shades of hell. 
This is from IFL Science. Face of Jack the Ripper, yes, may be on a 130-year-old walking stick. I was amazed when I saw this as well because it looks just like Jigsaw. <laughs> it looks like Tobin Bell. I'm not shitting you. He looks like Jigsaw. I don't know the story about this. We'll learn together. But I was just completely taken aback when I saw this on Facebook. He looks like Jigsaw. You know, from the especially from the second film where he has that hood on him, you know, the whole time. But anyway, archivists have recently stumbled across a walking cane that's believed to depict a suspect in the Jack the Ripper case. Yes, the notorious serial killer who raised hell in the East End of London in the autumn of 1888. Jack the Ripper was, we know this, okay? We know who fucking Jack the Ripper is. I want to learn about this cane. I can't see shit. Skibbity bop bows. Should I tell you my theory on who I think Jack the Ripper was? Nah. I should save that for Strange Places. Oh, shameless plug time. Check out the Strange Places podcast. <laughs> I host that too. The walking cane was originally given to Chief Inspector Frederick Aberline. The Chief Inspector for the London Metropolitan Police who led the investigation into the unsolved Whitechapel murders by his team in 1888. The cane had been lost for a number of years. Following the closure of the Bramshaw Police Staff College in 2015, where it was originally displayed. However, it's recently been rediscovered by two staff members at the College of Policing. It's called the College of Policing. Far out. I just like that. We're sorting through policing memorabilia artifacts that have been moved into storage. How do they make this link here? I'm not seeing anything. How do they know it's Jack the Ripper? How do they even guess that it's Jack the fucking Ripper? Unlikely to settle the debate about Jack the Ripper's identity. The archivists believe it's an intriguing relic from this dark and grim chapter. It doesn't say fucking shit. Who gave it to Aberlene? Why does it have a face on it? Whose face is it? You guys don't know shit. I could just as well say that one of Frederick Aberlene's friends was apparently a Time Lord, went back into the early 2000s, saw... You know, saw two and was like, dude, yeah, if that was Jack the Ripper, that's totally what it would look like. I'm going to put it on a cane and give it to my friend because, you know, that's normal behavior. Hey, man, how you doing? Haven't seen you in a while. You know what? You're my best fucking friend. Here's a cane with a serial killer on it that you haven't identified, by the way. I just picked one from the lineup. I don't understand this shit at all. Jack the Ripper, one of the biggest, most infamous murder cases in history. His crimes are so significant and paving the way for modern policing, forensics, FBI profiling, started all this. Crime scene preservation started because of this. Profiling, crime photography, it all exists because of this. I don't understand it. It doesn't say shit about why it has this face on it, what suspect it is, why it was given to Aberlene. How do you even know that it's a depiction of Jack the Ripper? Okay, solved. Mystery solved. It's Jigsaw. One of Frederick Aberlene's friends was a Time Lord, went back into the early, went forward to the early 2000s, saw Saw 2, and he's like, yeah, totally. That's what Jack the Ripper would look like. Carved it into a cane, you know? He didn't see Back to the Future 2, obviously. It's not a fist. It's a fucking jigsaw. And he goes back to his buddy. Hey, Frederick, come over here, man. You know what? You're my fucking... No, 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 no. Don't walk away from me. You stand here. You're my fucking friend, dude. And you know what friends do for each other? Yeah. we They give each other canes. And then Frederick's like, I don't think they do that. Shut up, Freddy. I said I love you, man. When I'm professing love to a friend, you don't speak. 
I know you haven't identified the fucker yet, but here. And you know what? In a hundred years, people are going to find this thing and they're going to make all kinds of assumptions. <laughs> the fucking waste of time. Stupid ass article. I know it belonged to Aberle. That could have been anybody. Give me a fucking break. What's funny is it was examined by IFL Science themselves. Did you know that I'm seeing here from another website? Yeah, I'm seeing here from another website that this face actually does not match anybody from the suspect list. How? Why the fuck are you saying that this is a depiction of Jack the Ripper? Might as well be fucking... Pluto the dog. Anyway, guys, I'll catch you later. That's all we got. Anyway, thanks for listening. Make sure to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things no disclosure related. All the social media links are there as well as the link to get to our Patreon account where you can get bonus episodes, giveaways of certain tiers of podcasts just for the patrons who does that. Ad-free episodes. Oh, yeah. If you're into ad-free, I'm your bitch. Shout out to the patrons that help, by the way. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, David Peterson. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks to all of you for keeping coming back. Our sponsors, the ones that haven't left yet, I emphasize yet. Have a good one. Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. Wow. That totally looks like Jigsaw. I want one that has Dottie Wahlberg on it. Him and his mad nipples make me crazy. Ain't you know it's the face of fear? No disclosure, this is Confiscated evidence, no smoking gun. Nothing has a right to. Fellow human beings, fellow podcast listeners, fellow just anybody, lend me your orifices. No, that is not what I'm talking about. I, I got plenty of that at home. I want to let you know that I am selling ad space on the show. You hear my voice right now? Do you hear that? This could be you, or this could be me talking about you. Yeah, check out in the description from this podcast going forward. I'm selling ad space on the show. You want to talk about your brand? Huh? You want to talk about your YouTube channel, your Etsy page? Do you make handmade glass dildos in your basement? Right here, you can advertise on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link in the description below. It's going to be attached to every episode going forward. This could be you. So instead of just listening to me all the time, or if you want to hear about yourself, because everybody likes that, then uh, check me out on Fiverr. A little as five bucks. Then, uh, you know, you could make a script on the show. We'll advertise your brand. Whenever this is it, you know, advertise on podcast, man. This is the way to go. I'm here to take down fucking radio, okay? I'm here to slay it. Why don't you be a part of that? But I get it. You run a small business, you know, it, the, the things are expensive. It's expensive to manufacture, expensive to buy. You got to pay the bills. And I know you're doing more than just blowing glass down there. So put an ad on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link below. Advertise yourself. Be fancy with me and let's create something awesome together. Back to the program, baby.